Hello and welcome to Tim and Joel, Call It in the Ring. It's Thursday night, and I know it's it's a bit of a special Thursday night, I guess. I guess? It feels kind of special. My head's a little warmer than normal, and I I just can't figure out why, Joel. Why do you think my head's a little warmer? Maybe it's because the heat has been turned on in your house. It is snowing. It is snowing. So maybe that's got to be it. That's got to be it. Anyway, it's because you're so excited for wrestling talk. It has been a very regular week of wrestling. So Mm -hmm. we should probably talk about it without mentioning anything else other than wrestling. Maybe you should subscribe to us right here at youtube.com slash Tim and Joel pod. Yes, we got the URL. It's official. You can also leave us a tip some holiday love over at streamlabs.com slash Tim and Joel pod. You can watch us every weekend on PW Unlimited because we do talk about wrestling over there once a week. And you can find me and sometimes Tim over at Fightful Gaming every Saturday right now on YouTube. We're moving over to Twitch twitch.tv slash fightful gaming rumor has it this weekend we're going to be streaming and i'm going to be bringing on some friends so there you go now got those out of the way are you ready for the fun yes yeah i think i'm ready for the fun you said that you said holiday so you ruined the gimmick right off the bat you gimmick killer we weren't what supposed gimmick? to say anything. You said we weren't going to talk about holidays. I just I set it up. I said, oh, my God. Anyway. I mean, there's no holidays for me. I'm a Jew. Okay. Those holidays are done. Uh, nah, that's done. It's over. Well, there you go. anyway, thanks for the subscribes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's run to it. Let's talk about it, Tim. It's the Slammies. The Slammies. Uh, what? <laughs> did that's you what... watch? Did you no. watch the Slammies? No, no I, didn't, I didn't watch the Slammies, man. I wonder if anyone in our chat on YouTube watched the Slammies, but I'm going to read to you who the nominees were, and you're going to you're going to tell me who you think won the Slammy. Got it. Love it. This okay. is a good this is a good game. Good good opening. It's like uh, Christmas morning. I feel like I'm opening gifts. That's right. We're going to start with uh, male superstar of the year. We have Ooh. the Fiend, Bray Wyatt, Braun Strowman, Randy Orton, Roman Reigns. And Drew McIntyre, who was male superstar of the year. If there's any justice in this world, Drew McIntyre. And Drew McIntyre was the male superstar of the year. Female superstar of the year. Was it Asuka? Was it Sasha Banks? Was it Bailey? Was it Becky Lynch? Or was it Charlotte Flair? Okay, well, Becky Lynch and Charlotte were not present for most of the year, so it it doesn't even seem right to nominate them. Um, You know what? Okay. Was Asuka in there? Asuka was there. Okay. Okay. She belongs there. You know what? Sasha. You're right. Sasha? The stands come through. Sasha Banks, female superstar of the year. Makes sense. Sure you're going two for two. I know. Like, you. you know what? This is reasonable. I'm glad they're being very reasonable in their uh, distribution. How about breakout star of the year? Let's see if you can do this. Dominic Mysterio. Bianca Belair, Otis, the Street Profits, or Murphy? Oh, this one's harder. This one's much harder. Bianca Belair didn't really get a good shot at this year. They delayed it a lot. 
Are the Remember, street profits did not like, watch the Slammies. Are the street profits new this year? No, they're breakout, so it could be in the last couple of years. I gotta give it to Dominic, man. Like it wasn't a great storyline, but like he he put on some great matches. Like he really surprised me. So I'm I'm gonna say Dominic. As as weird as I feel like it would be for them to give it to him. You were so close. It is the Street Profits. Doesn't feel right. Ra- well, I guess they did. They blew up this year. They had a, a lot. Like they they had more angles, whereas I think Dominic had like the one through through kind of story. So yeah, eh, eh, it made more eh. sense. I can see it. Um, I, I I like the Street Profits enough that I I feel no. Yeah, there's like a million of these. I'm not going to read all of them. I'll give you a couple more uh, to to guess from here. How about Return of the Year? You should get this. No problem. Sami Zayn, Goldberg, MVP, Roman Reigns, or Edge. Edge. Absolutely. Yeah. Tag team of the year. <laughs> Let's do tag team of the year. Is it Golden Role Models? Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, also known as Shania Payne in our house. The New Day, the Street Profits, or Shinsuke Nakamura and Cesaro. Uh, it's got to be the Golden Role Models. No, it was the Street Profits again. Yeah, that one was a little bit of a shock to me. But yeah, I don't know. Here we are. Uh, uh, let's do, we'll do three more. We'll do Rivalry of the Year. Was it Lana versus the announce tables? Was ah! it R-Truth, <laughs> R-Truth versus the world? Sasha Banks versus Bailey? Ed versus Orton? Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton or Seth Rollins versus the Mysterio family. I keep, man, you know what? Bailey and Sasha carried this year. Uh, I'm going to say their feud. Edge versus Orton. Why? They had. Couldn't tell you. Whatever. Because they're going to come back to it very shortly. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I, the thing is that like all of Edge's stuff got like chopped, which is a little bit like it makes that kind of funky. Like it, you could tell that that was clearly their plan, <laughs> but it just didn't happen that way. So, uh, yep. okay. Uh, won, uh, hold on, hold on. Okay. Bailey has to have won something, right? Bailey? Yeah. Uh, yes. She, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Bailey, okay. Bailey won. I'm just going to tell you now. Uh, social media superstar of the year. What? <laughs> And double cross of the year for Bailey on Banks. That's a category, eh? Okay. Yep. Uh, Okay, let's do do two more and then we'll move on. Uh, Mm -hmm. Moment of the year. Is it Bailey betrays Sasha Banks? Is it the New Day gets drafted to different brands? Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman unite? Is it the New Day's farewell address? Is it Edge returns to the Men's Royal Rumble match? Becky Lynch announces her pregnancy? Drew defeats Brock at WrestleMania or the Undertaker's final farewell. Man, too many nominations. Uh, it's a lot there. It shouldn't be, but the Undertaker. Is it the Undertaker? And it was. Yeah. Did yeah. not expect that. Didn't Wasn't a big fan, but here we are. Uh, and then match of the year. This is the last one. We'll end on this. By the way, superstar of the year was Drew McIntyre. Uh, yeah, the damn field right. Was, the field was basically the men and women we already went through for men and women superstar. Yeah, yeah. Match okay. of the year here. And there's a lot of them. So uh, let's 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 go through this. Is it Undertaker versus AJ Styles in the Boneyard match at WrestleMania? Is it the New Day versus the Hurt Business uh, back in November of 2020? Is it Edge versus Orton for the greatest wrestling match ever at Payback? Or sorry, Backlash. Is it the Men's Royal Rumble match? Is it AJ Styles versus Daniel Bryan for the Intercontinental Championship, the tournament finals on SmackDown in June? Is it Reigns versus Uso, the, the Hell in a Cell I Quit match? Banks versus Bailey, Hell in a Cell. Is it AJ Styles versus Sami Zayn versus Jeff Hardy for the Intercontinental Championship Triple Threat Ladder Match? 
Is it Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns at Survivor Series, or is it Becky Lynch versus Asuka at the Royal Rumble 2020? That's basically a year's worth of matches right there. <laughs> That's an awful lot. Um, I mean, there's a lot of contention there. If it were me, I would go with the latter match, but the Boneyard match triggered like a bunch of, um, like it, it helped them get through this year. It's success. So I'm going to say the Boneyard match. And you're absolutely right. Someone in the chat saying greatest match ever, not winning the match of the year was a play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's the WWE. What I do, what I will give them is they're not afraid to write things in a way that is absolutely insane. Like to the point where you write yourself into a, an insane corner and there's no way out. Like promoting anything is the this. greatest. Like it's, it's like that's such a danger. Say it. What? Tim. What do you? Tim. They just immolated a man on television this past Sunday. Come on, man. They, that's they took my advice. They took my advice. They twisted it. And it's, you know what? They killed a guy. I said that they got, they got to kill a guy. And I said, uh, they don't have the guts, but, uh, you know, it wasn't really for the characters of the brand that I had suggested, but they, uh, they killed the guy, which do you think they really killed him though? Come on. No, 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 no. Come He's going to come Tim. back. Well, I, I really like this. I really like that. They did it. The visual looked awesome. I, I, I'm assuming that was a dummy, but they, like better no, than some it was, movies. It was the fiend. It was real. It, it was, was not Bray Wyatt's lying in a pile. And they did. It was a real stunt. Oh man, it was good. It was really good. Uh, I have like like it, it surprised me. That whole pay per view was tremendous. Like another one this year that that I didn't think was going to be special, and it, it was so far probably my favorite pay per view of the year. Um, very good. I don't know what they're going to do with that. Obviously, it helps that the fiend is supernatural, and Alexa's thing on Monday helped give us an idea of where they're taking it. I would love it if the fiend is dead, um, simply because like like it's a great character. Bray Wyatt keeps coming up with these great ideas, but they are very very difficult to write in the wrestling medium. Like the Undertaker worked off and on through the years, but it was always kind of weird. And like this supernatural stuff is so challenging. I feel, I feel for the writers in this because it, it is very difficult to write for that in this medium. Um, I would love to see Bray Wyatt come back as like a, another re-envisioned character. And then, you know, he can do the, he can do the McFoley thing, you know, cycle through different characters as much as he wants. I don't really give a crap, but the three you know, faces of fiend. Yeah, like it'd be a good idea. Like, because he has not let uh, Bray Wyatt swamp cultist die. He has continued to show up. We saw it again in this match with the rocking chair and all that. Like, like uh, kudos to him. Like, I really like that he's able to do that in a way that is inventive while still like an homage to Foley. Um, I think that he should come up with another character and then that way they have a lot more to work with. And then anytime they think of something that does work narratively, they can use the fiend, but it can't be Bray Wyatt's every, like everything. It just, it's so difficult to write that and have him remain strong. Like the fiend for me really died at uh crown jewel. 
when right? Goldberg beat him for the Universal Championship. That's it. That was character dead to me. Like it just, And you're not alone. You're not alone there. They they should not have put the title on him at any point, is, is my opinion. And having Goldberg come in and beat him just doesn't make it. It, it completely squashed the supernatural part of it. He was not un- invincible. He's just some weirdo in a mask now. Like... <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, I will say this. Bray Wyatt has had a lot of input into his character, more mm-hmm. than most wrestlers would. And he's obviously been given the opportunity to roll with it, giving him the opportunity to also kind of be killed off in a way or at least charred, whatever it is. It's a merch magnet. Yeah. The mask, yeah, yeah. the mask was money, the whole, the, all the T-shirts, whatever it was. That was great. And now he's going to be able to go over to creative services to merch and say, hey, I'm going to like burn half of my face on the mask. I'm going to introduce new pants, whatever it is. He's going to go and he's going to sell it because the man knows that all he needs to do to reinvent his character is give the WWE and give give a reason financially to do it. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just you're just doing creative stuff. And God forbid you do anything creative, right? (laughs) No, and that's the thing. Like, I can't. I don't fault them for any any of the weird missteps because, like, like when they were doing the um the red lighting, it was very difficult to watch it. Like, just as a human being with eyes, <laughs> like yeah. it was hard for me to look at the screen when it was all red. But you know, they're trying new things. I, I can't fault them for that. Um, I like that Bray takes chances and that he has this much creative input. I think he can keep evolving the character. It's just. I would love to have a bit more narrative depth to it, but ultimately it's still wrestling. Like what makes this challenging is at the end of the day, you still got to get in that ring and put on a wrestling match. Yeah. And with these supernatural characters, it's always going to be very, very difficult. And like the undertaker is one of the most revered wrestlers in all of wrestling history. And so many times through his through his career where they're like really bad gimmicky moments. Like, so for every misstep they make, it's never going to be unforgivable because it is wrestling. And frankly, like, you know, setting them on fire by no means a misstep. Very, very happy with this. I was saying it earlier today on Twitter that I'm waiting for the first, the first wrestling storyline to ever fully end. I'm saying like not transfer to the next person, not be a blow off match. I'm saying like fade to black. It's over. That's what I want to see. And the day that that happens, there are going to be people who make threads about it, who talk about how it started in 55 and then all the way up to 2000 and whatever. We had all these matches pivot to this match. Someone is a historian. Some historian out there is going and like looking at every single match and being like, oh, this is the thread that led to this match. And then all of a sudden we fade to black and now I don't know what to do with my life. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to happen. I don't know. One day, one day. But it's it's... I don't know. It's wrestling, man. I don't, I don't mind. I like how they've built this. It, I was not at all interested in Randy Orton versus The Fiend, and they've they pulled me in. I'm into it. I think it makes sense that Randy would win. That RKO while he was on fire is so good. Like, yeah. I love that whole match. And it was short. It was not, like, too long. It did feel weird having it placed at the end, but they kind of had to. So, like... <laughs> what were you going to do? Hey, we just burned a man alive. Now it's time like, for Roman Reigns uh, to defend his <laughs> Universal Championship as we reset here. Let, let's just <laughs> scrape this gore off of the mat. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Ooh, the mat's so clean. 
Yeah, like they had to do it. So like when people noticed it and they were, you know, flipping out on Twitter, like they're ending with this. And I was like, oh, something's going to happen. <laughs> and like when it first started and the, the firefly part of it was just they had some like sparklers instead of the ropes. I was like, oh, what I was really do? confused. Yeah, yeah, I was confused at first looking at these giant spires outside the ring being like, where's like the old school Inferno match where there, there's these heaters outside of the ring or outside, yeah. uh, on the sides of the ring, like the 90s and 2000s, where the flames would shoot up whenever you do a big spot. Someone was just like, nah, 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 forget that. We are going to go. It's going to be outside the ring. The fire is going to be where the fans would normally be because we can do that now. Whoever thought that that would be the idea. Perfect. Love it. Do something completely outside the box. Why not? Yeah. No, and it, it worked really, really well. The rocking chair spot was great. And like, I don't know how they actually do that because I've tried to like put down a trail of gasoline it doesn't it doesn't really work very well i think it's a different fuel but anyway never tried it probably it's not cool. my forte maybe one clearly day. not mine <laughs> <laughs> but i mean so here's the thing we, we, we then you go and you look online and people are saying you know they hate it because of this and they don't like it because it's so campy and but but this is wrestling what do you wrestling want crazy come on man like we bury people alive we bite people if you take a look at the thumbnail that we made today i made that because in one calendar year, bookended, you had Shayna Baszler bite Becky Lynch before Mania. You had Hikaru Shida get bit by Abaddon. Come on, just it's fun. We swing pickaxes for Christ's sake, Tim. That was and so stadium good. Stadium <laughs> stampedes and boneyard matches. Boneyard matches. It won a damn award this year. It was because great. That's what wrestling is. Yeah, yeah. It's fun, like, man. I, I don't know. Honestly, anyone who's looking for like, it's the same thing with the people who champion the sports-centric stuff of AEW. Like, it just it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Like, there are actual sports you can just watch. This has never been that. Never, 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 ever. Like, before this, it was a carny con. And then it became, you know, what it is today. It was never something full of, it, like, seriousness and gravitas. Like, And it should not be. I don't think it could. Anything that choreographed can't be. Like, no, and we talk about it. There's room for it in certain circles and, and, and you can find it. You go out and you find it. You can find it in MLW. You can find it in Ring of Honor. If you want that yeah. serious style, you want that pure wrestling, whatever it is, that's fine. It's out there because people want to see it. If you want that weird, crazy, we shot a man during his wedding shit or we go to the dark realm. Come on. That's on impact. So we good. see it and we watch it and we love it because it's just it's silly, man. And if you're taking it too seriously, then you got to really start thinking about where your priorities lie. Cause it's yeah. Like, I mean, you know, watch MMA or watch ring of honor, like, and ring of honor is fine. You know, it's just, if, if I want to watch something like that, I want to see more athleticism. Like I want to see people doing tremendous feats of strength or like really insane high flyer stuff. And that's why I don't, I don't really watch ring of honor because it doesn't like, it's all of the same stuff without any of the the fun for me like the narrative fun, the goofiness the soap opera of it all like like if ring of honor was really incredible and these were like athletes doing unbelievable like you'd hear a lot more people getting hurt in ring of honor and i might actually watch it sadly like i don't want them to get i don't want them to get hurt but like it needs to be it needs to be truly exceptional and like the best of the best just aren't there for me so by the way, shout out to Tim because uh, apparently Paul Heyman watches our show. 
as yeah, we discovered no this past week. <laughs> <laughs> Tim makes one reference about NASCAR and about car crashes and about Inferno. And here we are, TLC, watching and just like, hey, wait, NASCAR, that's our thing. Well yeah. played. Hey, hey, and then they kill a guy. After I say that Dexter Loomis or or Karrion Cross, in order to get those characters over, they gotta kill a guy. Well, they took that and they applied it to Randy Orton because they just love him so dang much. But uh, <laughs> it made sense. It worked. I loved it. I don't. I, I don't. <laughs> this, is, this is why I host a show with you, my friend. This is why. It, you know, I'm, I'm available. I'll, I'll tell you how to kill so many guys on screen. <laughs> Thank you for putting the on screen caveat, because I don't want to know how you know how to kill a person, period, in a sentence. No, I probably wouldn't be very good at it. I can't even light gasoline strips. So No, but you can light us on fire by joining and uh, liking this page. You could, That was a great, that was a great <laughs> little, that was awful. That was not that a good That was segment. garbage. I'm sorry. All right. We have a tip jar. It's streamlabs.com slash Tim and Joel pod. It's the holidays. Be nice to us. PW Unlimited is where we do our weekly draw where we talk about the week in wrestling that's coming up we also do our pay-per-view predictions there uh you can like and subscribe to us on youtube we finally got our custom url youtube.com slash tim and joel pod and i'm gonna play video games on saturday with jeremy lambert and shaquille majuri from fightful mma that's right we're gonna play some video games and now we're gonna talk about the collective tim have you ever watched the collective are you familiar with it no, it sounds like a game show on MTV. I think you're thinking of the challenge. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and Leo Rush one. is on that. Leo Rush has been on the collective. Oh, weird. Yes. Oh, look at that. See, now you're putting stuff together. It's That's really right. well packaged. Okay. Once in a while, I get it right. So WWE earlier this week, they filed a trademark for the collective as an event, as a marketable term, so on and so forth. Now, here's the problem with that. The collective is an event that has been in use for the last two years by GCW and its owner, Brett Lauderdale. And uh, Brett, when he was asked, was, he's not worried. Because quite frankly, if they can prove that they've been using it, which they easily can, Easy, then WWE yeah. has to drop it. Um, it's easily contestable because they use it as early as fall 2020 when they were in Indianapolis. And that was the match. John Moxley was there for Christ's sake. Like if you want to talk about people who come out for the collective and that's every WrestleMania weekend, it's a thing. And then because Mania was lost this year, they ran it in Indianapolis uh, in October. So uh, why, what does it, what what does it accomplish for WWE to pull this shit? Is it to make them pay a little money to get to this point? Yeah. I mean, it could be, I, I, I just don't see the WWE is like having to concern itself with trying to, you know, legally bully people. It could be that this is on the table as like a faction. I would not expect it to be an event because that's now indefensible, but they might be able to get away with using it as a faction name. Um, They would still have a case to argue it because they're using it in the wrestling space, but like it all comes down to how much GCW would be willing to do that. And it's, I don't think it would be cheap or fun. They'd win, but yeah. Uh, the joke, the joke that I made was after NXT last night when Indy Hartwell was rechristened Indie Wrestling, that her new finisher should be the Collective. <laughs> <laughs> that could be it. Too. At which point, like, I wouldn't even care to defend it. Like, let them use it. Even like, yeah, 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 blah, blah, blah. The WWE's like the big mean bully, but it's also like not that important. It, it sounds like they're gonna fight it, and it sounds like they're gonna win it back. The the Brett Lauderdale and GCW because 
it's their it's their annual event and it makes it's their wrestlemania because it's literally oh okay yeah, in that case then like yeah you want to fight that because anytime someone puts in the collective wrestling you want it to go to you and not go to indy hartwell right so right and and the collective is literally a collective it is multiple independent wrestling organizations banding together to put a bunch of events on okay then yeah then absolutely pulled, fight that fight yeah, that. it seems like a weird yeah, a weird petty thing for WWE to do. Maybe they're just ignorant. Yeah. But. Similarly, Keith Lee, you know, uh, he moved to uh, own his own name instead of having WWE sign off on a trademark to own his name. Smart move. More wrestlers need to do that. Own your name. Get that leverage. And you know what? That's ahead. You're ahead of the game because if you have post WWE career aspirations, for some it's wrestling elsewhere, for some it's making a movie, for some it's creating whatever, or just living off of your name outside of WWE, you need to do it. You need to own the name, otherwise other people can own it. How can you start your Twitch, Tim? Yeah, apparently. <laughs> That's right. Twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming, by the way. <laughs> uh, you want to talk about Impact real quick? It was a, it was yep. end of year. Yeah, it was a stuff. recap. Yeah, yeah. But. Uh, you and I sat down. We watched the hilarious Tony, Tony, Tony paid advertisement. A plus. Longer one this week. Longer one. $7 billion to own a company, eh? I think we can pull some resources. I think, yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was fun. It, it, listen, we're going to get to Hard to Kill. I'm hoping that there's going to be more than just that one cross-branded match. But I don't want the other championship titles on the line in cross-branded matches. We saw yeah. AEW this week. We saw Sean Spears make reference to being made useful again. Send him to Impact. Why not? Take him off of Dark. Take him off of Dynamite. Send him to Impact. Build him up. Use him. And then put him on a big match at Hard to Kill. Why not? Right? Yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing it. Yeah. I, I'm getting the feeling that this isn't going to be a long-standing thing. I don't know what it is, but like it, it is just striking me as like a... a because I think there were some rumors talking about that that was the plan, that it is not this long drawn out partnership um and it really does feel limited in scope to maybe even just this one match so yeah and there's opportunity there i i understand where dark may do better than impact in terms of ratings impact is still being affected by AEW's presence in a positive yeah. way they're not getting the same stink that Dark has because Dark is a solely on YouTube. Not a lot of people, not as many people necessarily want to watch it seriously. Whereas Impact is its own show. People can take it seriously. That's where my brain is. Yeah. Now, wrestler of the year, knockout of the year, Diana Perrazzo. Any gripes with that? Uh, I don't know. I didn't watch enough impact this year like from when i picked up picked it up yeah that makes sense kind of i don't know maybe even eric young from when i picked up but it's fair probably came been... in and made a big impact no, no yeah. pun intended but at the same time she had to drop that title once and pick it back up rich swan had a big 2020 when he came back so it's it just it's a lot it feels really like heavy on the back end, you know, like it's hard for me to. Yeah. Like how, what was the rest of the year? Like who's been yeah. ever present and really like killing it. It's true. And you can't give it to the North because together, together tag team of the year, I would give them that. Yeah. But, absolutely. Uh, but. Yeah. In terms of wrestler of the year in that 
top echelon. Who else was who who else on the male side of the roster was there? You had Willie Mackey, you had Rich Swan, like we said, we had Moose, we had uh who else was there? Uh Chris Bay is starting to come into his own. You have Rohit Raju if you want to talk about X Division. What is there to bring someone from the male side of the roster over to that wrestler of the year category? Is there anyone? No, I think they just kind of had too much whiplash with it. They went back and forth with all these different angles. People like were there and then they had to move on or take time off. So it's tough. Maybe it should have been Johnny Bravo. Man gets shot, comes right back. Come on. (sighs) There's a good case for it. I just don't care. (laughs) <laughs> there is no there is no case for it, but there is a case for the Genesis X Cup that's coming up, the Super X Cup. Participants were announced, the matches were announced, so let's get the you know, the matches out of the way. Sure. Yeah, yeah let's All talk right. about Ace that. Austin versus Suicide is <laughs> going to be good. Davari taking on Cousin Jake. Cousin Jake, by the way, needs a, a big statement win after all of the issues that he's been having with Cody Diener. Crazy Steve and Trey Lamar. Trey Lamar, we've seen at Greektown Wrestling here in Toronto a bunch and we are excited to see Trey on the big stage. And then Casey Navarro and Blake Christian. If you know Blake Christian, you know him from GCW and from New Japan's Super J Cup that just happened in LA. Uh, big, big opportunity for those guys. Anything to add, Mr. Tim? No, it sounds good. I'm mostly excited for the Davari cousin Jake match because, like, I really do enjoy Davari. He's a seasoned veteran. Jake, we've seen, I've seen at least a lot locally. I think you have too. So it'll be good to see him in like um, something that I think he can put on a really good show. So Yeah. And meanwhile, we had Ring of Honor. We had Final Battle this past weekend. I'm not going to go too far into it, but I will say if you do get a chance and you do go back to watch it, great show. I can't believe I'm about to say it, but Flip Gordon actually had a great match. Flip is a <laughs> giant tool, but he took on Jonathan Gresham and it went well. Good enough for me. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Rusha's dad and brother are now in a faction together, by the way. I love it. It's silly. Let's do that. Danhausen got a contract. Very nice. Very evil. That's that fine. It's, it's, yeah, he's, he's good time. Without going too far, you know what? I'm ready for a great 2021 for Ring of Honor, especially if they're going to take the time building their product the way they have been. And if some of the things that they're planning come to fruition, some of the stuff we've been reading, I'm for it. Woohoo. Tim, you came to me last week and you said, Joel, I don't want to be negative no more. I don't want to be a cranky pants. That's right. Because I'm trying to, you know, yeah. There's enough cranky pants. There are enough people complaining. Complaining about immolation. Complaining about boneyard matches. Complaining about boner matches. Complaining about everything, Tim. They were always complaining. It was the boner yard match. Thank you. Not the boner match. Whatever, same thing. <laughs> Loved it. Basically the same thing, yeah. And you said to me, I want to do more. I want to talk nicely about wrestling. And yeah. I and then I and then I then I said to myself, yes, I want to do the same thing. In fact, I want to rebrand hits and misses. Yeah. I want to keep the hits because yeah. we talk about the nice. But you yeah, know what I nice want to do? Stuff is nice. I want to debut our new segment. It's called Booking Me Softly. In his arms. Hold him. Anyway, yeah. Uh, we don't want to get copyright Good. struck. So we're going <gasps> to... The misses we're actually just going to rebook. Yeah. And we're going to maybe... Suggest. We, we won't test on everything. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, suggest. Yeah. We'll, so we'll, Tim, we'll make creative alternatives. Yes. 
So give me your hits for TLC, Tim. Uh, just like almost all of it. <laughs> really, really surprised at how good that pay-per-view was. Both TLC matches were fantastic. Like very, very, very good. Um, having the Miz call it in, or Morrison, I guess, call it in for the Miz was interesting. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, love the Inferno match. Like, I, like I've already gushed about for ages. Um, women's tag match made sense to me. Was good. Uh, what else was there? There was so much. There were five or six matches. New Day versus the Hurt Business. Solid. It, they 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 gave the the titles to the Hurt Business, which is what needed to happen. Now I want to see them continue to dominate with the gold. Um, and the eight man pre show. Yeah, I didn't watch that. Okay, didn't watch that at all. So great. Glad we had this you. chat. Have was it great too? It was probably great. Yeah, exactly. Great. Everything was great. I can't very lie. good match. <laughs> and we knew this kind of going into it. It was going to be a strong show. It was going to be a lot of fun. And I agree with you. The whole show was solid. Roman getting that good, good heat. That stuff where you're just like, oh, I can't believe he just got away with that. I like needing, that. I want that. Needing Jay to help him pull out the win, right? Yeah. Like, that's great, great writing. They've, that, this is one storyline that like narratively, I, I don't think I'd change anything. Like the, the Roman and Jay stuff has been very, very good. And they've taken it in ways that I didn't even think of. Like yeah. I, it's like, I'm very happy to see Kevin Owens involved in there just cause I love him and I wouldn't have thought to put him in, in the mix here. So. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and also almost just made it for me. I love almost <laughs> now who doesn't. Yeah. He's great. They can't really do, they can't, they can't do much bad with him. I'm looking no. forward to how they kind of work with him. The table spots, the, the rockabye cradle onto the table into that. That was great. Very good. What do you want to rebook from TLC? Um, you know what? Like having someone as over as Charlotte come out felt uh, like I, I I don't think it was necessary. I think it would have been cooler to bring her back in a little bit of a different way. Um, I think they had the right idea with Billy Kay that they just didn't do. Like they hinted at it, right? Like she's looking for a job. Um, having her <laughs> with the tag titles with Asuka would have been funny. Um, that's how I would have done it. I would have been fine with her coming out. Um or anybody who isn't as over as Charlotte, because I don't think Charlotte needed to come back with the title. Um, you know, I think I'd seen some people suggest Naomi, but I think that there's better ideas for her. I don't think she would have been the right choice, but someone a little bit less um, less well-known, maybe a call-up from NXT, something like that. Yeah, no, I agree that um, Charlotte, it, it wasn't the right time to have her, to, at least the right place to have her come in. I think it would have been better maybe seeing her at the Royal Rumble. Um, yep. I understand that there is a great story that you can tell with Charlotte and Asuka. And you can tell the story about how uh, Nia Jax took out Charlotte initially six months ago. Sure, that's great. But it was just kind of like, it was there. And you could have had a, a maybe something with Lana coming back on crutches, winning the tag titles. Maybe she actually gets taken out the next night. Whatever it is. She has to give up her tag team championship or they give them back to Nia and Shayna, whatever it is. There was just Charlotte. And maybe it's because the spoilers were out mid afternoon. Maybe that's why. Yeah. But I also just, I needed something different and I would have liked to have seen Charlotte come back in a bigger spot than at TLC in a tag team match for the women's tag team championships. They also like, she was on all three shows before leaving. So like, I'm still kind of a little like burnt out on her. Like it's still, 
like it's been like six months and I, I still I don't know that I needed to see her just yet. Like I would have liked to see her in a in a better spot. But. She's on Smackdown this Friday, by the way. Yeah. So like why? Anyway, she gets the views. She really does. She's very popular. I get it. But can't can't uh, can't deny the numbers, I guess. But there there are other people to use. And I think you and I just kind of just kind of hit on that a bit. There There was room to do it differently. Uh, yeah. let's move on. Let's talk about Rob. What, uh, what'd you like? Uh, Alexa Bliss did a great job. Yes. Um, they set this up pretty well. I, I wouldn't like to see her like, like, I, I hope they keep the fiend off for a little while. Like, you know, guy got burnt. <laughs> yeah. So like, I like where they're going with this so far. I think that that's the, the good first step. I did too much. Like they didn't spend too much time on it. Like any, any longer would have been too long so. do you find it weird that we're infantilizing alexa bliss right now yeah that she is essentially a sixth obviously. grader a possessed sixth grader yeah the swing set was a little weird but I'd, i agree but it was still a really good segment if you're going for creepy vibes it doesn't get much creepier so totally my favorite thing and that whole thing I, was seeing that swing set because the swing set was just, it was so creepy and it was in the dark and it reminded me of all things. It reminded me of that, that uh, part in the Simpsons where Marge looks over at Bart, who's flying a kite at night and says, there's something so unwholesome about flying a kite at night. <laughs> Hello, so, mother. <laughs> she just closes the curtain. So and that's what yeah. I thought of. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so, eh, you know what? It's still, I, I enjoyed it. And you know what? It gives me the right type of heebie-jeebies. So that's fine. What yeah. uh, what do you want to rebook from Raw? I have a feeling there's a lot, but let's pick one thing. Um, yeah, yeah. Like I would focus on the Angel Garza take this rose thing. Doesn't feel like it's going to go. Like it, that's going to be hard to make into a compelling narrative. Um, I think they had the right idea with him and Andrade. Like they need to build up their tag team division, and I thought that they were working well as a tag team, even with a little bit of animosity between them. And now we don't have Zelina there to, to glue them together, but it w it would have been nice to see that tag team actually become a tag team and grow and evolve over time rather than kind of quickly split them up the way they did. Yeah, no, I do agree with that. Um, it seems that uh, Andrade's out with some sort of surgery having had it. Uh, so I get why he's out. It also could have been an elective surgery. He could have chosen to have gone out regardless Whatever they're doing with Garza, we kind of have to get there quicker because the Rose thing is starting to play out a little bit further than I would like. Maybe it's time to bring in a lot of people have talked about who they could bring in, Eva Marie being one of them. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't mind that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, listen, they brought him up. He had a good match this past week on Raw and that was it. They could have told the story about uh, who, who did he face? Was it um, wasn't Tony Nese? Who was it? It was a, another former... Uh, another former oh, cruiserweight yeah. champion. Well, <laughs> I know now my brain is just. I, I can't even think of it. <laughs> it wasn't gonna, a long match. Like, uh, let's 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 bring it up. Let's take a look at Raw. It was uh, Drew Gulak. Oh, of course. Oh of course my god, <laughs> Of course. I even talked about this earlier today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> so, so here's the thing. You can tell the story about how two former cruiserweight champions are going at it, and how. The how these two fought valiantly for their titles back in the day. Da, 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 da. You can build the match a little bit better than we're going to put Garza out there and Gulak and they're going to have a squash in two minutes. Yeah. There's yeah. a better way to do it. 
Um, The only thing otherwise that I would pick, we talked about the women's tag division. That's kind of across the board. Uh, Ricochet and Retribution. Again, Ricochet is now becoming Retribution's winning board. Or, or, yeah, because everyone's just picking up wins off of Ricochet if you're in Retribution. Yeah, and it's like Retribution's core reason for existing doesn't even seem to be part of the narrative anymore. Like they now that they're WWE superstars, they're fine. Like they don't there aren't there aren't any Molotov cocktails, and I, I miss them. <laughs> <laughs> and no more bricks being hurled through PC windows. Yeah, bad spray paint. Like like yeah, you gotta like that part of who that faction is 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 just kind of slowly trickled away. And I think they need to if they want to keep it going, and by no means do they have to. They can they can wrap that up whenever they want. Um then they need to bring that part of it back to it. Like it can't just be about trying to get one new member. Yeah. And I asked the question on Monday, if Ricochet just bails and joins Retribution, what's the ceiling? Yeah. Teams with Ali because of similar sizes, they win the tag titles and then what? What do we do? I want to see more from Ricochet and Retribution. I want to see maybe people get kicked out of Retribution and take off the mask and have to say, you know what? Forget this. That was me. This is actually me. This, this yeah. mace is actually Dio Madden. This is who I am. I'm not going to fight this anymore. It I would be cool to have like, yeah, it would be cool to have that infighting, right? Like have that team struggle to continue existing because like they don't even know what they're fighting after. Like, are they going for tag titles? Like, do they care about championships? What, like, what is their purpose? They set out with a purpose. They feel like they've drifted from it. Now they're bickering like. You know, I'd like to see something like that come come about. Be cool. Yeah, you know what else would be cool? If people want to leave us some tip jar love over at streamlabs.com <laughs> slash Tim and Joel pod. Yes, got it. Woo! Number one. All right. Well, All right. What's, what's the next show? <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's talk about let's talk about AEW. What uh what'd you like? Uh really like the main event. Solid stuff. Bucks did a good job. Uh they've been building the acclaimed pretty well. Like they, they they had that little. I I was going to say you're not a, you weren't a big fan of the acclaimed. No, uh, the even there like this is the <laughs> second match I've seen now, and it it was better. Like the first one didn't. You had mentioned to me that they were pretty solid in ring, um, and I had only seen the one match, and they weren't that solid. Now this one is like okay, this was fun. Um, I think they need to use different beats every week if they're going to do a hip hop thing. The package worked like that. That was redemption after that backstage uh, Young Bucks thing that didn't quite work out. So it's good to see them being aware of that and doing something to offset it. It's just, yeah, they can't come out every single week. I mean, they can. They could do that. That would be perfectly fine. A very normal thing to do. Um, But it's not going to get it's not going to win me over. So I, I would like to see them come out and rap over a different beat every week. Okay, I get that. Um, I'll give you one more. Tony Schiavone versus Eddie Kingston. <laughs> <laughs> I Like, you know what? Part of it was grading me a little bit. And I was like, oh, no, this is what you want to happen, right? Like, Eddie's supposed to be the heel, so he's got to start, like, kind of picking at everyone um it was working it's very frustrating i want to watch eddie get slapped now (laughs) (laughs) exactly yeah it's just everything that uh, tony trying to talk about next week's uh new year's bash 
and having Eddie Kingston talk over and be like, I'm trying, trying to put over it's the like, match. Could you, could you not cut me off while I'm trying to promote? <laughs> and just Tony taking absolutely no guff. I loved it. And then at the end, Eddie Kingston getting up and be, telling Tony, you know, you're, you're garbage, JR. Happy holidays. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was good. And that match was good. Like, I really, I thought, I felt that Eddie's commentary added to it yep. while it was happening. But I love seeing Butcher in there with, uh, with Pac. It was a good, uh, good match. Can we talk about the butcher's calves? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. In he wrestling, was wearing the... in wrestling that, that, that's a thing. I'm telling you, Ric Flair was Ric Flair used to wear his knee pads over his, uh, over his calves because he was self-conscious about the size of his calves. Cause he used to have chicken legs. So yeah, yeah, yeah. They emphasize the butcher's calves with his football pants. Because he's got some massive, meaty-ass calves. Yeah, yeah. Wrestling. <laughs> yeah, this is great. I don't know. I, I couldn't get over how red he was, like, immediately. Like, as soon as the match started, his whole torso was pink. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I guess he's like, he's, he's in his 40s, you know. He's, he was good. He's putting yeah. on a great, great bunch of work. And I, I, I am going to eat crow this week. A little oh. bit. Oh, oh. We talked about it at the top of the show. Abaddon, the biting. I liked it. I enjoyed the story that they were trying to tell with Sheeta and Abaddon. Mm-hmm. I don't agree that Alex Gracia should have been kept off of the card when they were promoting Sheeta in action. I still think that's garbage. Um, yeah. Because Gracia has been on Dark for the last four weeks. She won a match on Dark to get to Sheeta. So I guess that's how they got around telling you who she's going to face. Sure, that's fine. Yeah, but it's still it's still nine thirty. They're still plugging heels. They're still doing the same old, same old. Well, it was it was like eleven thirty. This so week, you, but. <laughs> it's, still, it's still ninety minutes into the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, <laughs> to the minute. Uh, whatever. You know what? I enjoyed that they actually tried to tell a story with it, and now they're gonna actually have a match because she just pissed off that she got bit. Yeah. That that's that you know raises the stakes in improv. Like it's good that there's now something to care about. That's like right. she bit her, she bit her good. Yes, <laughs> they made it. They did make it look good. They didn't overuse a blood capsule on her face. No, yeah, it was the right and person, it, right time. Yeah, and then the right character, right? Like that's how you build a like creepy ass person like Abaddon. <laughs> oh. We're just out there biting people. <laughs> uh, what do you want to rebook? Uh, from AEW, um, I feel bad for the Dark Order right now because, like, they are that is a good concept. Um, clearly, it's like the Wyatt family, but like taken up to like a different level, like a more obviously culty level. And I don't think they're using that as well as they could. Like, they could really be like the dominant force in AEW, but their leader is absent right now. Um, I don't know what's going on with Brody Lee if he's not available for whatever reason like they it would be great if they could have somebody else step in like uno and have him act as a guiding figure to give them a plan and a purpose because right now they just exist um they're trying to recruit hangman which is the the single narrative focus that i really like like they're trying to expand they're getting dusty but that didn't work and now it's a match and it was kind of a plotting match like it didn't have the the energy that i needed at that point in the show um so i'd like to give them a a bit more focus have them try to take over backstage uh, in a bit 
bigger of a way. Right now, it feels like the people who are truly in charge are the inner circle. Um, but it is just a bunch of factions kind of all over the place right now. Yeah, factions maybe do need to be reined in a little bit. And you can tell the stories with different members. MJF showing a little bit of humanity this week was actually really interesting. I didn't expect it. I think a lot of people yeah. didn't. Um, and he wanted to talk about his grandfather on air, which was cool. Uh, so he got that moment. It was it was just honest. And I appreciated that. Uh, yeah, it was good. But I, I do agree with um, with Brody Lee being on the shelf or unavailable, whatever it is. It makes Dark Order feel a little less than. Uh, if you watch them on BTE, they're funny. They're great. They're telling the Hangman story, which I appreciate. They were telling the Dustin Rhodes story and that the match was fine. Him and Uno. Uno, by the way, who's lost a ton of weight and is working real well. Um, th- there was something there, but I agree. There's there's room to change up Dark Order and make them a little bit more dominant. Like, how the show feels a little bit to me right now is is closer to indie wrestling in that they're, they're matchmaking. Like, they're really... Like, these are... Things are happening very quickly in short bursts. Like, there's no longer overarching narrative. And I think that they have a lot of potential for it, especially with all these factions. Like, I'm a guy who really does like, like the gangs in wrestling because it, it is a very plausible, realistic way of organizing all these people. But they could have these stories that intermingle a bit more. And right now, it feels like they're just trying to get from one match to the next. Like, I want the Dark Order to have a purpose. They got, like, ten guys. They, they have the by far the biggest force. They should be able to be the ones in control. Yep. And they're going to keep getting bigger and bigger as they kind of grow their stable and grow their worth as a faction. So I agree. There is space for them, but they have to... Maybe the whole point is that they're going to go on a huge losing streak before Lee comes, Brody Lee comes back and whips them all into shape. Exactly, which is which is perfectly fine for me. It's just we gotta we gotta be telling that a bit more um, like a bit more bluntly, like yeah. a little le- like if it's happening subtly, fine, I'll accept it when they put it together. But it should be a little bit more out there. Tim, let's rebook the best man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's a little bit disappointing. I, I had high hopes for for Miro's character. I think a lot of people did, but I think the wedding could set it straight. They announced that uh, they'll do the Beach Blast wedding of Kip Sabian and Penelope Ford in February. going to be good. It's going to be fun. I'll enjoy it. But I also have a feeling that uh, Miro might either turn the next week or it'll. we're finally getting to that point where Miro will be on his own and cast out. He will no longer be the best man. It's time to move him away from Kip because Kip hasn't been much in general in AEW. Yeah, like I, Miro is is a singles competitor, and like I am a big team guy. I like tag team wrestling. I like factions, but like there are some guys who stand on their own, and Miro is definitely one of them. Like with his frame and his move set and everything, like I think he just needs to be on his own, and he needs to be the guy against the world. So yeah, it's time. It's time for Miro to move on and be uh, be the best single man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Someone on Twitter had said. Uh, you know, it's a problem when Lana is the better booked of the couple. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, it's a sh- I'm, I'm a little bit surprised. She's she's gone now. No, yeah, well, I'm sure news will be dropping about that this week. And finally, we're going to talk about NXT. What'd you like? Woo. Um, what did I like? The Gargano way was awesome. Hell uh, yes. The way puns at the start were very good. <laughs> um. I like the visuals of it because they were using like the legit Sony Handycam, which is pretty funny. 
Um, wrestling wise, this week again, solid. Like it's just, it's so good. I really, really do love NXT. Um, partially because the storytelling is simple, straightforward, because it's wrestling. And like, I think it works really, really well for them. Um, because the in-ring action always seems to satisfy me. So, yeah, well, was, there was a lot of really, really, really solid wrestling. I think you, you said it yourself that every week they're delivering. You can tell that it's a crop of talent that want to do better, that they want to perform and they want to bring eyes to their product. It's just unfortunate that they're in a situation where they're part of a big machine that's not doing so well creatively and therefore get shat on. And then on the other side on TNT, you have another very strong, engaging product and it's, it's tough. And the answer still isn't going to be to move one off of another night because we know why NXT is up against AEW. It's a ratings thing. It's a value thing. I get it. So NXT, unfortunately, is going to continue to run the way they run and for better or worse, because they're still going to have a ton of eyes on them and they're still going to have a lot of brilliant matches and brilliant takeovers that they just won't see a million for a while unless something really big happens to them. And I don't yeah. think that, uh, and I'm, I'm actually going to say this. I'm happy that the, the way that they're doing it is not by bringing in older talent or bringing in uh, nostalgia talent, which is what's working for me more than I feel AEW is on the Wednesday night. Like AEW relies heavily on those legends and like, Quite a few of them are from before I started wrestling. Um, like, I, I don't get as much nostalgia from Shivani or Sting or um, Arn Anderson or or Tully. Like, they, I, I don't, I, I wasn't around for that. And like, so that it doesn't pop as much for me. Whereas NXT, like, they're mostly hungry young people. And it's the in-ring stuff that's really just selling me. Like, it's, yep. it's working for me very well. And they've done a tremendous job on commentary. Like... They're, they're willing to try stuff that's a little bit off kilter sometimes, and sometimes they miss it, right? But like, I like Wade as the replacement for Mauro because I was heartbroken when Mauro left. Um, Vic Joseph's fun. He's workable. He called Ghost Mane uh, Goat Mane this week, which yeah. I thought was very funny. But <laughs> he, he made the wrong letter. He made the wrong letter silent in that, in that I guess. <laughs> He's very vanilla. He's very much the, the WWE perfect announcer. It's fine. It, exactly. It. And like he, you need that guy there with someone who like Wade Barrett is, is a bit more interesting. I, I And that's the thing. I like Morrow, but I also didn't love Morrow because everything often became about him and the puns yeah. and the, the play on words and the pop culture references. He's great. He's fine. But it was just kind of, it was kind of taken away because everything was overemphasized or just put into this huge gravitas and it didn't make sense for the product it, all the time. Yeah, like it really worked on takeovers, but I found it it felt kind of out of place during the weekly events. Um, right. And when he missed on those, boy, did he miss. Like he would yeah. jumble up words hard when he did. Rhea and Raquel in two weeks, by the way, Last Woman Standing. I'm excited for that show. Same. It, it's going to be great. The NXT Championship on the line as well. Next week, we're going to have the NXT North American Championship on the line. Leon Ruff and Johnny Gargano, once again, going back to the way they are going to be Fully involved next week. They had a great showing this past week on NXT. I agree. Indie wrestling, the way, the, the protein way. Come on. The, the Shotzi's tank, the wheel. Loved it. Yeah, that was great. That was what do you great. want to rebook? Um, okay, so it's not so much rebook. They're they're winding down this Boa Zia Lee thing. Yeah. 
So they've hardened them. That's the that's the story they're telling, right? They they went back. Whoever's in charge has hardened them. They need to come back with a faction that destroys. Like, and I mean, like, it's gonna be difficult for them to put them in there with their current crop of competitors. With someone like Karrion Cross in the mix, it's gonna be tough. Like Zia Lee can come back and maybe dominate the women's division. Uh, Boa can't come back and dominate the men's division, and I think finish telling this story the way that they've put it together, he kind of has to. Like, he's got to grab a title. Like, he's got to steamroll through a whole bunch of people. And there's too many guys that he's not able to do that right now. Bronson Reed just came back, and he's no longer the thick boy. He's a mean guy. He's going to steamroll everybody. <laughs> but he's North American, right? So, like, I don't... Right. There's a lot of there's a lot of guys who are now dominant forces. They need to move some people out again already because they're so good at building talent in NXT. Like, when they moved a bunch... When Keith Lee moved off, I was like... And, and Karrion was out. I was like, they really got to build guys fast. And they did it. They did it so quickly. But now, now they're they to the point... With them. Yeah. <laughs> now there now there's a bottleneck again and it's like you don't have enough championships. You don't have enough like you got to you got to either put together some tag teams which, you know, they even they did that too. Killian and Drake did great tremendous match this week. Um they didn't win, but like they're a tag team, a legitimate tag team and it feels that way. So and, and I mentioned this, I, I, I'm, I'm on uh, Throwback's audio podcast this weekend, and we talked about NXT, and I said that the, what, the best thing about NXT is that they don't go out of their way to make you just want to watch the title matches. They go out of their way to make you want to watch the stories that develop beyond the titles. Adam Cole is not currently in the title picture, but you're still very much invested in where Adam Cole lands, yeah. and that kind of leads me to my rebuilding, part one, is holy shit, get rid of the Velveteen Dream. <laughs> uh i mean it is kind of nice to having him have him as a punching bag but yeah i agree we gotta we gotta move him out of the program um watching him get slapped three sentences into his promo was very <laughs> satisfying <laughs> but like other than that i don't know and we've already seen that match and they put on a tremendous match in you know a parking lot so that was not a good match but it's just <laughs> you didn't like that match no you didn't like awful. that parking lot match. That I loved lot it. That match was awful. I didn't oh, like it. Oh, no, it was great. So good. No, ah. this, that's wrestling, though. That's what we do. Uh, and then, all right, let's do it. We're going to rebook Timothy Thatcher. I don't my, agree. My problem with Timothy Thatcher is that he just doesn't win. And when they give him a big match, he just doesn't win. Why would you put him up against Leon Ruff? To, have, to then have Thatcher break off and face Ciampa in the fight pit. And I get that, Thatcher, that that Leon Ruff is going to go on and face for the North American Championship because he got the win, but the win didn't mean anything because he beat Thatcher and Thatcher doesn't win. So why why are we doing this? What, what do we gain from Thatcher losing the big matches and having these feuds? He's suddenly untouchable for some reason, even though he loses. Okay, well, he went over on Riddle in the fight pit before Riddle moved up, right? Now, and I think they're coasting on that. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> and it's too, it's too distant. Like, it's way too distant. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, he needs to beat Ciampa, but I'm tired of seeing Ciampa always lose. <laughs> like, after, you know, he wins, 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 and then <laughs> loses the big one. Right. So where do we put... Th I mean, listen, the, the real thing is Thatcher needs to be built better with wins 
more than he does with being placed with top tier talent to face. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, like, there's just, there's not enough room. Like, Ciampa needs to move up. Like, he needs to go to SmackDown or Raw at this point. And I don't know that even even has the appetite for that. And um, I don't think these guys, I don't think the answer is to do that. Because if you start doing those things, you're going to be stuck with moving them up to Raw or SmackDown where they're not going to get any creative anything out of it. But there's nothing for them here either, right? Like, there is, though, because you can at least roll it back and have other stories told within the NXT narrative. They can uh, listen. There is, there's always going to be a plateau that you hit, and there's always going to be a, a state that look at uh, look at Ciampa. Tommaso Ciampa could be the NXT champion right now, but he's not. Yeah, he said he's the gatekeeper for NXT. He Which was the gatekeeper. Sucks. For, that's fine. He was the gatekeeper for Cross. Cross took him out. He was gone for four months. He came back. He took out Theory for a few weeks, and then that built Theory, despite the stuff going on with Theory. They did the right things to build talent that is that is a tier or s tier in some cases and still make them relevant without a championship yeah i know and that's the thing like i think it's just how much i like champa personally like mm-hmm. in 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 nxt that i want to see him get more but like there, there's nothing wrong with how he's being used like i think it's it's being written well um it's just yeah i think they just the thatcher match was such a surprise that i think the nxt team just wanted to run it back because of how good the in-ring was. Right. And if you like what we're dishing out, you can leave us a tip over at streamlabs.com slash Tim and Joel pod. By the way, you can like the video, subscribe to us on YouTube, leave a comment on the video even. Uh, And finally, Tim, we're going to talk about SmackDown because SmackDown is actually going to be really good this week. Yeah. It was taped on Tuesday. (laughs) Yeah, it was taped on Tuesday, but I think you're going to like what's coming up. For the Universal Championship in a steel cage match, you have Roman Reigns defending against Kevin Owens. Going to be good. You got Daniel Bryan versus Jey Uso. I will tell you, I was in Thunderdome for that match. Yeah, it's good. It's really good. Oh, man. Triple Threat Women's Tag Team Championship match. And I'm surprised that they actually told you who's in this match. I thought they would play this out on on, on Friday, tomorrow night. Uh, Charlotte and Asuka, obviously champions, taking on Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair. And Baymella. I'm into it. I love it. And They're finally, doing it. for the Intercontinental Championship in a Lumberjack match, it's Big E taking on Sami Zayn. Again, I was in for half of that match. Hoo-wee, good match. Go watch it on SmackDown. And I think that's it for us, Tim. That sounds great. I mean, I'm stoked now. That, that sounds like a really good Christmas show. Ain't got nothing um, else to do. Come on, Big E. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up. Tim, where can the kids find you? Kids can find me at Tim Stone P, T-I-M-B-S-T-O-N-E-P on Twitter. And you can find us on and this show at Tim and Joel Pod everywhere on social media and now on YouTube at Tim and Joel Pod. Everywhere. Everywhere. It's becoming a global sensation. We have plans. We'll be back next week, by the way. We are going to do a little New Year's thing. We don't know what it is yet, just like we didn't know what we were going to talk about today, but we will be back. I will be on Fightful Gaming this Saturday with Jeremy Lambert, with Shaquille Majuri. We're going to play some video games. And finally, you can find me on all forms of social media, at Joel Pearl. And until then, folks, Merry Christmas if you're celebrating. Happy holidays to everyone out there. Enjoy the time off. And finally, go and enjoy your wrestling. Have a good week, folks.